Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is Jamie, host of the Jamie and Jimsy Show, broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie and Jimsy Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Hey, world, this is the Jamie and Jimsy Show right here on Fishbowl Radio. My name is Jamie. It is December 27th, 2022, and welcome. Now, this is our last show for 2022. There's more shows in 2023, so get ready. Get ready. Tell a friend. Tell your spouses. All the, uh, Tell everybody to watch or listen to the show, please. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, the task at hand. Let me say one thing, and I have never said this before in my life. I'm going to say it now. How about them Cowboys? Damn. <laughs> like, I never, I, like, okay, I'm so, I've been trying to preach that ever since Saturday night. Now, the only difference is we didn't get the primetime game. That was not a primetime game, guys. We, did, we could have got the Saturday night game, which, by the way, rest in peace to Franco Harris. I understand that 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 game had to be played at night. I get it. Sunday night, you had the um, Cardinals and the Buccaneers. Boo! That should have been moved from Sunday night to Saturday, where our spot is. Damn! But then again, you had the Maris game. But you know, it's kind it's kind of like the Rangers and the Cowboys when they play together. You either go to the Cowboys game or you go to the Rangers game. I prefer to go to the Cowboys game because the Rangers are not going to give me anything. They haven't given me anything in six years. But that's a different story for a different day. But this game, man, I'm so excited. Um, we're not back. We're not. This is a start to something special. Now, that special could turn into disappointment. That special could turn into a uh, championship. We'll see. But let's dive into this game. Philly versus Dallas. Gunnar Minshew is no joke, guys. It's no joke. He went 24 for 40 for 355, two touchdowns and two interceptions. It's unfortunate that he had those two interceptions. You can't blame the game on him. Um, I just don't think Philly was ready to play. I, I, I You know, four turnovers. Um, they're not ready. And now there's teams out there that Gunner Gunner Mitchell is still a quarterback in this league. Teams need to give him a chance. Jacksonville did not give him a chance. They went ahead and drafted Trevor Lawrence. You see how that is going right now. There's teams in, in, in the league that need a quarterback. Houston, Seattle, Cleveland, uh, Indianapolis, New Orleans, Carolina, among others. Gunner Mitchell has a job in this league, guys. Don't, 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 don't look at, don't, I'm trying to find that word. I can't find it. <laughs> don't sleep on him. But anyways, 
With that being said, we didn't get home to him. That's the only, that's the other problem we didn't, we didn't get. And at some point, we have to get to him. At some point. Now, Mr. Prescott, 27 for 35 for 347, three touchdowns and an interception. Um, finally, he took accountability for his act. Finally. Like, dude, like the first interception, just throw the ball at their feet or throw the ball out of bounds. They, dude, don't they teach you to throw the ball out of bounds? Or they, don't they teach you to, to say, you know what? It's not going to work. Just throw it away. Throw it at their feet, whatever it may be. But finally, you said that was on you. Now, granted, are you going to make that same mistake twice? We'll see. But 11 interceptions in, since, since since week eight? God damn. I'm like, that's a lot. That's, that's like two interceptions per game. Relax. Calm down. Stop forcing the ball out there. Stop playing Superman. We know you're Dak Prescott. Be Dak Prescott. Don't be a Joe, uh, don't be a, uh, what's that called? Uh, who's the worst quarterback in the league? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know who's the worst quarterback in the league. Uh, don't be a Carson Wentz. Just trying to do anything that, that, that you're supposed to, you're supposed to not do. <laughs> but, Anyways, now, I have questions. With that being said, let's bring Gabe in. And Gabe, welcome, sir. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going on? What's going on? How you doing? Man, I'm doing all right, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to where this team goes um, moving <laughs> forward. Yeah, yeah, me too. And, and, so, <laughs> and so now, now we have this, right? Mm-hmm. I want to talk about this division, right? Yeah. We're in it. Now, three weeks ago, you could say, you know, we give to Philly. We can rest our guys, which I have another question for. Uh, we can rest our guys. And now we're in it. So look at these numbers. These are my numbers personally. Mm-hmm. Division-wise, we, me personally, I give us 51% to win this division. Mm. I know you're going to disagree with me. Go I ahead. 100% disagree with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming with that when I said, Dude, these are my numbers. These are not ESPN numbers or Fox Sports. My numbers. If I'm going to give my number, I got to be honest and tell you. Uh-huh. We got about 35% chance. 35% chance. Uh-huh. Why do you say 35 I say 35 because they got Saints and the Giants left. Okay. Two teams, one of which, I think they may lose one of those games with the Giants because the Giants need to win. Okay. Um... But they're not losing to the Saints. The Saints have nothing to play for. Um, they're not in the mix. Oh, that's right. They're not they're in not, the mix. Not, not, so, but still, but still, it's a conf- it's, when you have nothing to play for, you still got to play the, the game. I agree. I mean, I agree. And most of the time when a team has nothing to play for, those are harder victories for I understand. Teams. But at the same time, neither one of these teams would have anything to play for at that point. If we're, let's just say, God forbid we lose to Tennessee on Thursday. Holy crap. That would be um, a dumpster fire. Yeah. Then immediately oh Philly doesn't God. have anything to play for. Right. So it's, you, you get what I'm saying? I so what you're saying, yeah. 35% because I do see a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a legitimate chance. Okay. Um, but whether we run the, win the division or not, yeah, we got our work cut out for us in this NFC. 
because you got to think about it. Mm-hmm. If we don't win out and we end up in the same three, mm-hmm. uh, what is it, five seed? Uh, yes, well, yeah. five seed, yep. So end up there, we got to mm-hmm. play the winner in the NFC South. The NFC South, unless it's Tampa Bay, that team is going to have momentum. Because um, yes. it's really a two-team race right now. It's Tampa Bay and Carolina. I think Carolina is a game behind. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. are. They are. Um, so they're right there together. Mm-hmm. It's one slip up away. And okay. the way Tampa Bay has been playing, they could easily not make the playoffs. Easily not. And then, uh-huh. and then, God, we don't have to talk about Tom Brady anymore. Right, exactly. We don't have to do all that. And and that's why I said momentum changes, right? Yeah. Momentum says, hey, you know, you got to watch out for for Tampa Bay or Carolina. Yeah. You know, I before I came here, I said, we're going to lose to Carolina. If Carolina wins the NFC South, we can easily lose to them based off momentum. Yeah. They have something to play for. Uh, the coach, Steve Wilkes, is trying to get the full-time gig. Mm-hmm. So the players are trying to rally behind him to get him that gig. And I'm going to be honest, with all that mess in the beginning, from the first half of the season, he's mm-hmm. got that job. But without a doubt. Him and Dan Car- uh, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, yeah. In Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a couple other coaches out there that have really solidified their job. Lovey Smith, I think, has as well. Yeah, What he has he to has. work with. He has. Um, you just need a quarterback. That's, yeah. That's the only thing. And they're competitive in every single game that they play. They are. That's all that yeah. you can ask for. If, with that level of talent, they don't mm-hmm. have much. <laughs> like, just being booted. I mean, they, I mean, they, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly agree with yeah, that. Yeah, they don't have much to work with. No, so they don't. I, I, a round of applause to Lovey Smith, round mm-hmm. of applause to um, my guy in Carolina, Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes, yep. Um, yeah. And yep. Dan Campbell as well, and Dan Campbell, a yep. couple other ones. But mm-hmm. it's some really, really good coaching going on right now that I've been noticing. Mike Tomlin, I mean, he's doing what Mike Tomlin does. Always. They're every in, year. They're in every a position year. now to potentially mm-hmm. make the playoffs as well. Right. So, like, every year. I say all that to say. We don't have a coach mm-hmm. that can win us games in the fourth quarter if we need it, that can coach us into winning games. Okay. We don't have that. We have the personnel to do whatever we – Right. We got – T.Y. Hilton showed up on Saturday. I mean, that one that one, <laughs> that catch, one, that, that one catch, which is a, just a miracle catch, I thought we were just going to throw a short pass and, and we're just going to run the ball. But – that was, that right there was a game changer. Yeah, because we we don't we because you don't convert that the game's over. And I'm gonna tell you what that did though, that put the league that one play was mm-hmm. huge was bigger than people really understand mm-hmm. because that put the league on notice like that's another person we have to account for. Right, which is exactly what we wanted. <laughs> that's what we wanted when we was begging and screaming for Odell and right. all of these other receivers. That's exactly what we wanted. Right, it's somebody who could come in mm-hmm. and make a play. That's it. Right. We don't need you to be an every down. Right. My go-to receiver. Nah, right. we got that already. So CD Lamb has to solidify that. Yeah. Like literally, like this game right here, the last few games, including this one, he solidified that. Yeah. I mean, he. I mean, I had questions for him throughout up until week five. Mm-hmm. I said he's not a number one. Yeah. He can't route run. Um, you know, and I don't like the fact that he's coming in on on the in routes. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I want my number one receiver to uh, run goal routes, slants, uh, line up in the slot at some, mm-hmm. at best. And he's done that. Yeah. And credit to CD for saying, you know what? I'm not going to listen to my quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to listen to my running back, my linebacker saying, we need Odell. 
We need to cut that noise out. Yeah. Both the both C D Lamb and T. Y. Hilton, especially T. Y. Hilton, mm-hmm. came in here and said, Well, you know what? I'm all business. And Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. Yeah, I can't forget about Gallup. Michael Gallup has some incredible catches. He did. On Saturday. I he mean, did. But he does that, though. Like, mm-hmm. he's a funny receiver to me. Because he'll <laughs> catch the spe- spectacular catches, <laughs> and then he'll drop the ones in, like right in his hands. Or, like, mm-hmm. it'll be something crazy that'll happen. So, right. But I do like Michael Gallup a lot. He's a great route runner. He's the best route runner on the team. He is. Um, he is, yep. And so. It's complimentary. I like where we're at. Right. I do like where we're at. I don't love it. Um, because we do have a lot of injuries. We do have some people. We do that have injuries. Major injuries. Like um, uh, Vander Esk and uh, Anthony Brown not Anthony being Brown. around. Anthony Brown won't play until like 2024. So, again, that's crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's- um, so, so speaking of injuries, right? Now, we got to give credit to where credit's due. Anthony Barr. I want to give credit to him. We were... You know when they when they signed him in the train in training camp, I said this is a bad move. Mm-hmm. Anthony Barr played in the NFC North. Mm-hmm. You know, um, where it's just a different style of football. Mm-hmm. Why would he come to the NFC East? Yeah. And I said, I said no, this is a bad signing. But the first eleven games, he was a no show. Mm-hmm. This game, he set off the edge. Mm-hmm. So just imagine, like, and uh, you know, I was listening to Philadelphia radio uh, their post game show. All those guys did not give, except for one, mm-hmm. gave us credit. Of course. And so, but was that means, about, I'm going to tell you, uh-huh. this is Philadelphia we're talking about. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but every yeah, single but sport, still, every single sport hurts. in every single sport uh-huh. that they have in that city, <laughs> they are the same fans. They are. Every single time. Why do we expect them to be different? They're not giving us credit for They're nothing. Not. They're not. They're, but they were saying they're, they're gonna if make J- if Jalen Hurts did this, Jalen Hurts did that. If Jalen Hurts had four turnovers, it will be a different game. And I can say if Dak played in the first game, y'all wouldn't have won that one either. Exactly. So we could do should have, would have, could have all day. It, it, it probably would have been, it probably would have been uh, uh, the same type of same type of win yeah. that we had. Exactly. It, it could have been. It would have been. We could do shoulda, woulda, coulda, shoulda, woulda, coulda all day. Uh-huh. But all that matters is wins and losses at the end of the day. They got theirs in Philly. We got ours here. Exactly. So we even we even the score. And we haven't played healthy. Mm-hmm. Neither neither team has. Neither. Yeah. So if we meet again in the playoffs, which I want so bad. That would probably, I want it so bad. The scenario right now, if we beat Tampa, basically we're on the road. Yeah. Um, we beat Tampa. We go to Philly right after that. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think, think we go to Philly for the divisional round. Oh man! So that's so we got to go through Philly to go to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, okay. Which I prefer. Let's I go. prefer. I, I, I'll tell you why I prefer it. Because why you prefer it? Philly is the best team in the NFL. Okay. Let's just say hypothetically, we beat we beat them. Yes. And we go to the NFC Championship game. Okay. We match up with. The four, either the forty nine or a Cinderella. We'll just say that. Yeah, because <laughs> that's really what it would be. Basically, basically yeah. I, but I, I will, I will like it, not looking. I'm trying not to look ahead. Yeah, I will want the forty nine ers. Honestly, everybody's giving these f- praises to the forty nine ers and all this that way. They said, you know, insert Jimmy G or Trey Lance, mm-hmm. but Purdy's but been doing his thing. I will want for the forty nine ers. I would too, although I don't think we match up the greatest with them. We don't. 
Um, we don't. They, uh, they do a lot of stuff that we don't defend well. No. Like RPO. Yeah. That's a, that's going to be exactly. a problem for us come playoff time mm-hmm. if we got to go see Philly and Jalen Hurts. Debo, Debo, Debo. Um, I don't know if he's going to come back in the playoffs or not, but that's another player you got to account for. Yeah. Um, Christian we, McCaffrey. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a he, lot to he deal with his career, and not not to mention they have the number one defense, the real number one of defense course. in the NFL. Of course, Every, um, all all around. Yeah, all like, around. It's it's not a great matchup for us. It's not at all at their place. Um, it's a horrible matchup, coaching wise. Coaching wise, we'll get out coach will get out. It's not a good situation. So I don't know why we would say that we want San Francisco. I. I <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't yeah. know why. Maybe, maybe because of maybe maybe because of hype, overhype. Maybe because you know everybody's giving the San Francisco defense hype. Yeah, every time they make a play. But I'm gonna tell you, if they win out the rest of the season, they go into the playoffs, they mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. Now they go into the divisional round, they get a win. I don't know who they would be playing. Probably it might be Minnesota. <sighs> I'd rather have Minnesota. Well, I think they play Minnesota. They would play Minnesota. Well, play. you know, you gotta understand that Kirk Cousins. This is prime time. You gotta understand, like every, every <laughs> you know, he, he can't play in prime time. <laughs> he knows that. <laughs> Justin just, just Jefferson doesn't know that. Kirk yeah. Cousins does. Their coach doesn't either. Yeah. So, so you get a prime time matchup. More than likely, it's gonna be Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Kirk Cousins can't play on those lights. But I, I think I like our chances versus the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Hurts, even Jalen Hurts, even with Jalen, because I think we learned a lot mm-hmm. defensively from that game mm-hmm. that we played. Because in the second half, um, we we contained them a little bit. We did. Um, um, we just couldn't score points. That's yeah. that's the reality. Like <laughs> we had too many three and outs and too many field goals. We yeah, scored field goals. goals yeah, field goals. Um, we had. Uh, we, we need to score. Uh, the, the touchdowns came on short field the yeah. turnovers. Uh, so basically, those twenty points were off those turnovers. Yeah, four turnovers. Yeah, and so um, so my my improvement would be like we need to you know limit the possessions of the Eagles and. Make sure that we get six points instead yeah. of three points because I, I feel like I feel like we can't we can't we can't play field goal, field goal games anymore. Mm-hmm. We can, we got to be able to score points on possessions. Yeah, if it, we got to go on like a seven to ten play drive. And I'm gonna be honest, if we just do what we're supposed to do, mm-hmm. like run the ball and we play off of the game. run, we can win against anybody. Like right. the rest, we did. Like you said, we did it this game. We couldn't. We well, could. We could. We couldn't because the, because. Their pass rush were getting home. Their defensive tackles were getting to us. And that's the we thing. didn't block well. That's the thing. We have to. We're, we're playing with a patchwork offensive line right now. We're trying to figure it out and get the pieces together. Yeah. So I think come playoff time, it looks mm-hmm. different. You get what I'm saying? Like so, that's yeah, I why I said. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But what would you change differently? If, if you're saying, if you're saying all that, yeah. What would you change differently? I just you think put, because what? offensive line has a lot to do with continuity. Yeah. Right. Right. With this being the second week that this offensive line has been mm-hmm. together and as yes. a group and as yes. a unit, mm-hmm. it makes it very difficult mm-hmm. to really mm-hmm. run certain plays. It makes it, it just makes it harder. It, it makes does. it a lot harder. It so does. as you continue to jail, we got two weeks to jail. Right. Technically three. And well, we're looking ahead to past. Right. 
I'm saying this hypothetically <laughs> because we got to get past Tampa or Carolina first. I mean, we um, have to at some point. Yeah. Uh, we have to, and, and you know, and I, and I will tell you, um, I don't like. What I don't like is the Jason Peters, you know, coming in, in and out. Yeah. Like if you're going to put him, if you're going to put him at right tackle or better yet in the left or left tackle or not left tackle but left guard, mm-hmm. for example, then keep going with that. Yeah. Like 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 you talk that, about continuity. It's rhythm and we continuity. Got, exactly. Your quarterback does not get sacked six times, which just happened this game. Like I understand. Like you got to protect Dak better. Yeah. Like. Granted, he made some runs. He made some plays on his legs, but we gotta protect the quarterback. We gotta protect, and that's a lot. That's honestly how a lot of these interceptions have happened. If you think exactly. about it, like he's been under pressure. But under the, the that first one did not. Not the first. I'm not talking about this game. I'm talking okay. about overall since oh, he's been of back. Course. Um, it's been a lot of pressure and combo blitzes from these defenses. Yeah. Um, and I think that with that, he has a tendency to get trigger happy when he's under pressure. He does, and so. A lot of the times, he's forcing throws, uh, under-throwing balls because mm-hmm. he's constantly under pressure and he's stressed out. Not even that. <laughs> he's panicking. Yeah, he's stressed out. Yeah, he's panicking back there sometimes. I so, mean, you have, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I do want to see Dak throw it away or, you know, use his legs more. Maybe go to the middle, maybe go to the side. I know he doesn't have that speed. To be real, bro, I would like him to just take the sack sometimes. Like I, I don't want to be six. in third, third and fifteen situation. I know he took I want, six. I want to be in in the. Listen, I would much prefer rather him take a sack than throw a pick. I agree with you. Exactly, that's my I, point. I, I don't <laughs> want to. I don't. But at the same time, I don't want to be in those three fifteen situations because I don't do you, either. What but do you have? At least you, you have, have the situation. Of, at least you have the ball to potentially exactly, make a play. Exactly. That's the point. But I don't what, give a damn about third and fifteen if we what, still got what the play ball. Do you have? You got to call your number one receiver to make a, a, a go route, or better yet, a Ty Hilton say, you know what? Just go down the field. Let's make a play that way. And I agree. I 100% agree. It's not ideal, mm-hmm. but if I'm picking between the two evils, right. take the sack. <laughs> like, I would much rather you hold the ball okay. and fall before right. you throw throw but the ball in traffic and get it picked off. Can, can he run? He's mobile. He can run. He, like, I, I'm just saying. He's mobile. But give you, me at least five yards. But you know damn well. Dak has not been the same quarterback he since the injury. Been. He has, he has not been. been. I don't even consider him a mobile quarterback. He runs for necessity now. It's not. It's not. It's never just. Oh, I'm calling a design to run for Dak like it used to be. But they do that. Run. They call. They call it's zone rare. Reads. You know how rare that is. They call zone reads. But do you know how rare that it's is? It's very they rare. But they, they're going to continue to constantly call that play. I don't think they will. I don't. They don't do they, it every game. Not every game. <laughs> they don't. But, do it. Call, but but it sees where the defense fits. They're going to call zone reads. You have two running backs back there that are closer to 1,000 yards. I think Zeke's at 1,000. I'm, I'm not sure. Paul is getting close. Yeah, you like have that. two running backs back there. Like, why are we running zone reads? If you're saying all that, why are we running zone reads? I agree, but you know, you heard a thing called RPO, right? Yes. Okay. We- That's what I mean. <laughs> when he's <laughs> – when you have the option to run yes. past – or option. You have two <laughs> thousand yard running backs in that back. Exactly. Field. You can run. You can hand the ball off on you second have, and ten. That's why I say RPO because you have all the options. You can do everything that you. Kellen Moore ain't gotta listen to me. Kellen Moore don't listen to no damn body. 
Kellen Moore still be running them damn reverses after he <laughs> we've had this conversation for over a year now exactly stop running them stupid ass reverses <laughs> you're not trying to fool anyone yeah. you're not trying to fool anyone you what worst case scenario you're gonna lose nine eight, eight and nine yards and that's gonna put you in out of field goal range that, Look, that crucial yards and we're that, talking about situational football yes because what you just described in implies that we were already in field goal range. Yes. I'm talking about in general. Our play calling is very, very why, but, why, but simple. You know what's annoying to me? Like, what's that? I'm sorry to cut you. Go ahead. No, go ahead. On, uh, they did this. This is the second week in a row they did this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it was a fourth and seventh play. I'm oh, sorry. Fourth. Okay. I remember. If, I remember. I remember right now. Fourth and eight, right? It was their own end. Okay. They luckily enough, Darius Slay did is a, it was a legal contact. It was barely in there. So why is it that on a fourth and eight play on your own end, basically on your own end, why are we going for it? Why are you lining up trying to get trying to make the defense bait? I agree with you, but but yet you but but yet you don't have a play in your pocket on fourth and eight on your own end. You got lucky that Darius Slay hit, hit, hit Hilton uh, five yards. I'm going to be honest. Fourth we don't and, need that. Fourth and eight is never the time we should be going for it. Anything fourth and five or longer, unless it's the, like, desperation time. Yes. We should not be going for it. You should We're be, not built you should for that. Be li- but you should we be lining up to, to make the defense bait. Yeah, I mean, Either that way, annoys me. It irritates me too. But that's coaching decisions. I don't like that. That that that's, that's the that's the thing. That I do not point. That furthers my entire point. Uh, yeah, We're not does. built to win from a coaching standpoint. We're not. We have a lot of talent. We have a lot of gifted players, but mm-hmm. we are not built to win long term. Mm-hmm. It's just not realistic. I don't see us going to the Super Bowl. I can't see. I that. don't see it either. Is there a chance? Yeah, absolutely. Like, We're going to the playoffs. Like, 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 a like it's a chance for everybody that makes the playoffs. Washington got a damn chance. <laughs> like if we've been, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I laugh because, because I, I know I know what you're saying. I understand. So <laughs> at the end of the day, we have a chance. Yeah. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. we are not built to win long time and we're all going to be disappointed not, if we don't realize that. Not, and people and people and people have to old, young middle we have to know that at the at the end people who are passionate that wear those cowboys jerseys all all around that have those cowboys gear wherever that may be they don't think that way gabe they know. they think that we beat the eagles that punches our tickets to the super bowl yeah we beat Tim, uh, tennessee we got another ticket to the super bowl we beat washington that's another ticket to Tim, stuff like that that really bothers me <laughs> I'm like, dude, we like like you said, there's teams out there, even the batter teams that say, you know what, we can be better next year. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so with that being said, I don't want us to get carried away. Nah. We're not we like like There's nothing it, to it, get carried away it, over. You know weird. how many red flags I saw in that game on Saturday? There's a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot of red flags. There was flags. a lot. Your that quarterback, Gunner Minister, is no joke. That quarterback does not throw for uh, nearly through 400 yards. Nearly. 
Like you talk about, and, and Devontae Smith, and, uh, um, what's the other one, uh, the, um, receiver? A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. Both of those guys had 100 yards receiving. Yeah. I mean, that alone right there tells you we we got our work. We need work. We got work cut out for us. Yeah, I mean, I'm thankful that Devontae Smith had a good day because that was with my uh, fantasy. Oh team. yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I won. I won this week, by the way. <laughs> Championship week coming up next. Uh, <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you win. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Appreciate the support. Um, yeah. anyway, <laughs> nah, but in all seriousness, we do have a lot of holes in our defense. Yes, we have a lot of inconsistency on offense. A lot. Um, Offensive line was horrible. I think this was their worst game. They made it by, by C.D. Lamb. Uh, catches that Dak Prescott, you know, taking the chances when, when, when it was available. Yeah, but we find a way to stay in the mix. And I, I, I got to respect that part of it. Okay. The resilience of the Cowboys resiliency, yep. That's is, word. is huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. That's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not so much this year. Right. But for the future, we have a very resilient team. We've had a lot of adversity this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to put things in perspective because yeah. we've overcome a lot. Our starting yeah. quarterback was down for right. the first six games of the year. Yes, yes. Um, and, um, Cooper Rush came in and, and did his and job. held it down, held it down. He like did his job. Defense stepped up too, yeah. kept us in a lot of games. So it's they did. We have a very very resilient team. We do. Um, we do. And I do think that there's potential for greatness here. I just don't think it's this year. I just don't like. I think no, we have I, too I, many I, deficiencies. I I, I, I I agree with you. We have too many deficiencies in certain areas um, that is is going to kill us in the playoffs. It's going to kill us in the playoffs. If, if if you don't make the right moves in the postseason, yeah. If you if if you say like a four for an eight, you don't line up on, on your own end and try to bait the defense. Yeah, you're not trying to convince anybody. No. Uh, the second thing is you don't call in rounds for Kevonte Turpin and C.D. Lamb. You're not trying to pull the defense. <laughs> the only thing is you're going to lose five to six yards. Or better yet, you're going to be out of field goal range. The third thing is you got to score touchdowns. Yeah, you got to score touchdowns. I'm sorry, you got to. We got to draw better plays. I think everybody that follows the Cowboys knows the playbook. Yeah, you don't have to hide it from us. Everybody knows the playbook. Like first and ten, you're running the football. Mm-hmm. Second and seven or six. You're passing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, third and five or third and three, you're going to throw a short throw to Dawson Schultz. And truthfully, if we've been totally honest, if you play cover three against us, you can beat us. And <laughs> most people don't know that, but you can beat us sure. by so, by solely playing cover three the entire game. Mm-hmm. Like we we play the middle of the field right. heavily. Like the middle of the field, as far as passing the ball, mm-hmm. especially once we we're on our own end of the field, mm-hmm. is where we make our money. Yeah. Um, right. And so, <laughs> being that predictable is a problem. Being that predictable is a problem because mm-hmm. I already know the goal line plays, when we get in go-to-go situations, mm-hmm. they're going to run that little goofy little uh, play-action play right. with Dalton Schultz coming across. He's going to either gallop over the top and he's going to hit either Dalton Schultz underneath the or gallop over the top the in the corner. Is gonna it's the him. same play Every single time. We know this. We play. know what it's going to look like. Right. Or, and if they're being smart, they hand the ball off to Zeke. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they're going to try Pollard first. Right. They're going to try Pollard first to see if he's going to lose, gonna gonna lose two, year, two yards, one yeah. or two yards. <laughs> like, the fact that I can sit here and say that, and mm-hmm. I'm not a coach, that's a problem. 
but you're not in the film room. We're not in. The I'm film not room. in the film room. You're not in the film room. You're not making adjustments. And defensively, exactly. defensively, um, defensively, you got to get to the ball. Defensively, you're playing a lot of. Uh, you're you're playing a lot of. You don't play. They don't play a lot of man. That's what I notice. No. The Cowboys don't play a lot of man, Gabe. Because we're not built to play man. We don't have the defensive backs to play man. If we play man and they run a double move on Trayvon Diggs and he undercuts it, that's a touchdown. Oh, God. We've seen it before. Oh, God. We've seen it before. So you're saying, okay. So on a personal standpoint, Trayvon Diggs can't play corner. Trayvon Diggs. Are you is, saying that? Trayvon Diggs is a very overrated coverage corner. I'll okay. put it like that. He's an aggressive corner. Um, and he can cover. Don't get it yes. twisted. He can cover. He didn't make the Pro Bowl on accident. He hadn't caught that many interceptions this year. Right. He's he can cover. But, but, but I want as far as lockdown, shutdown. He's not corner. He's not that. No. Because he doesn't have the te- like. He has the technique, but the mm-hmm. problem is he is very aggressive. Right. He likes to undercut everything. Mm-hmm. So when you undercut everything, mm-hmm. you're taking the risk of getting beat over the top. Exactly. It's wow. just that simple. Wow. Um, wow. So he has the potential if he can mm-hmm. clean that up. That's a that's a fixable. That's a technique thing. thing. That's, that's a, that, a that's mental a, thing. That, it's that, not that. even just technique. That's mentally. All right, I gotta play mm-hmm. smart here. Uh huh. I gotta play smart. Mm-hmm. How do I react mm-hmm. to things? It's really more about his motor. Right. It's a motor. Because <laughs> he he's very aggressive. Right. He's gonna try to go get every single right. ball, but that comes from a playing receiver in the past. Right. So. Mm-hmm. When you have a history of playing receiver, you mm-hmm. play the ball all the time. Right. You, that's all that you do. Right. So, um, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know how you prevent that? Yeah. You, you your front four, actually your front five, needs the pressure board better. Uh, we didn't get home a lot. No, no. we did not. And I want to ask you this. Now, Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. Michael Parsons is having his best season yet. Um, I think in the press conference today, today's press conference. Mark McCarning was asked, uh, who, "Who's your defensive player of the year?" Yeah, Mark McCarney or uh, Bosa, Nick Bosa in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I go Michael Parsons. Just, just, just the sacks and all that stuff. Just, just how he plays. Just how he plays everywhere on the field. Mm-hmm. He can make those plays. Nick Bosa's no joke either. Have you watched Nick Bosa this year? I watched a little bit. Nick Bosa is the defensive player of the year. I have to be honest. Um, okay. There's never a game where he's not present. Mm. There's really? never a game where Nick mm. Bosa is not so present. So are you saying so are you saying Michael Parsons is not present? You can neutralize Michael Parsons. But how does Michael Parsons get through that? Because I, I feel I feel like if you're gonna neutralize him, yeah. that you gotta you gotta place him on the other side of the field. Well, you gotta you gotta I'll say this. You don't have to line him at the at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can line him at the linebacker spot and maybe you can tell him to rush. I'm going to tell you, Michael Parsons benefits from moving around. Yes. A lot of the times where he's getting these pressures and he's mm-hmm. it's, he's coming from different angles, so you never know. You can't always, you're not but always team, prepared. But, team, but teams so are adjusting. They're starting to adjust to it. They're starting to know in order to neutralize him, mm-hmm. you have to run at him. Right. That's what Philly did. Philly was the first person, first team to expose it, and that, they didn't have to. <laughs> they threw the ball over our head like yeah. everybody else is going to do for the rest of the season. <laughs> That's true. I'm just saying. I, I, like, I the the moment saying. Anthony Brown went out, we have an, an immediate deficiency in the Look at this defensive backfield. Look at this play. Okay, Deron Bland. Deron Bland lined up that corner. 
he did a decent job. Yeah, uh, he he out, he outman Quez Watkins. Yeah, McKenzie um, Alexander got got some run, mm-hmm. and um, that was it. And Bland is a smaller corner. He's a shorter corner. I so you, so I think that he he benefits from being in a nickel spot. Yes, but when you put him at outside corner position, and he has to defend. Six four, six five, six six receivers. Or, uh, yeah, if you look at AJ Brown, a physical specimen, you got yeah. AJ Brown six three, but he's like, but he's he's he, a beast. He's, he's a beast. He's he's built like a tight end. Yeah. So you you're definitely you have to guard a tight end. Yeah. And Deron cannot guard. Deron plays like you said. He plays more slot nickel. Yeah. And so in this draft, I'm looking ahead. I'm sorry. In this draft, I will go if if I'm Will McClay. I would drive down to San Antonio, UTSA. I can't remember the guy's name. I, 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 I seen him play because of North Texas games, obviously. Yeah. The six four corner, he plays everywhere. Yeah. He plays slot corner, uh, slot nickel. He's six four. Mm-hmm. I go after that guy. Maybe not the first round. Maybe, maybe the I'm second or third round. Because we're gonna have a later pick in yes. the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see us draft a corner in the first round. I would like that. Not a smaller one. Not a small one. No, Not a small but one. Maybe six one, six two. Maybe the average corner is about six two now. Okay, that's the thing. Coming out of college, they're not. There's not a lot of small corners coming out, especially not one that would be projected right to get drafted in the first right round. Now. So, I do think I would love to see us draft a corner that's right. solid and that, that, that we can rely on right. on the other side of Trayvon Diggs, knowing that because right. Anthony right. Brown has his, his inconsistencies too, even when he he's does. playing. So does. it just doesn't look as no bad as it right. does right now. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I, I will say I will say this. Well, Anthony Brown's not going to play till twenty twenty four. That's another thing. So, so we have to be very intentional about getting a cornerback. Exactly. Either we get one in free agency. I don't know who's up this year. Mm. Um, last year was really the year where we should have signed somebody. No, but I don't think that's anybody. I don't think that's not, not 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 yet. I, I haven't heard any, anything. Yeah, not that um, I know of. But we got to draft a corner early. I yes. think we draft a corner before we draft a receiver. I think we, we draft a, a corner before we draft the offensive we don't need lineman. A receiver. I'm just I'm talking about just the areas where we're oh, okay. somewhat deficient in um, we, offensive lineman, receiver, defensive we, lineman. I mean, we we're gonna need a receiver. I'm gonna keep it real. Ty uh, T Y Hilton. Well, I was about to call him Ty because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's T Y. It's T and the Y. T Y Hilton. I don't know what, how long he's gonna want to play. I mean, I mean, what, he's man? he's on a one year deal. I think two year uh, deal, something like yeah, that. He's on a one year deal. I I I do think uh, obviously. Obviously, you know, and, and you said free agency. Odell's not gonna, never going to be ready. Odell's and, not going to be ready. And I think I think it's a more of a mental aspect. You know, see these players, they feel accomplished. Odell has not accomplished nothing. Okay. Yeah. Now, 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 now. Respect wise, he, he's he's had a solid career, mm-hmm. but I feel like the injuries, yeah. the inconsistency. The Cowboys say, you know what? We gotta sign T.Y. Hilton, and so, uh, so the reason why I say I don't need a receiver is because we can go get one in, re- in free agency. I would rather go get one in free agency than draft one because you you gotta mold you gotta mold one. Like for example, I think they made a mistake drafting Jalen Torber in the third round. That was stupid because because <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't 
exhilarate his potential. And Jalen Torbert came out of Sunbelt school, so nobody's watching a Sunbelt game. I'm sorry. No one, like... Dog, I don't even know why they thought that was a good idea. First of all, there was nothing about Jalen Tolbert that excited me no, when they drafted him. there wasn't. Like, we needed other positions. We needed right. help at corner. We needed help at safety. We needed help we on the offensive in the line. Fifth, in the fifth, sixth round, which is Deron Bland. And, and, and it know, worked out. worked out well. But at the same time. Later in the season. We could have got him. And we could have got a safety in the third round. What about, okay, so well, let me ask you got, this. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what about the, the Houston safety? I can't remember his name. Uh, we just played him. He's a hard-hitting hitting safety. He was drafted in the second round. We could have got him. See, I can't remember. I can't. He's wearing number five. See, but regardless, my point is, we, we always tend to draft for what, like, it's like we draft for style points a lot of times. <laughs> like, even with C.D. Lamb. At the time we yeah. drafted C.D. Lamb, did mm-hmm. we need C.D. Lamb? No. No, we didn't. No, we did not. <laughs> we did not. <laughs> the answer no, is no. No. I well, mean, it worked out. It, it, it works. out. He's our number one receiver now. He's motivated by the talk. Yeah. Like, you see, like, any of that receiver room, right, even the receiver coach didn't even talk about Odell. Yeah. They said, T.Y. Hilton, we want you to come in and – do your job. And he's done that for the yeah. most part. Um, so as far as the draft goes, um, I will want us to, to attack, really attack the corner because we got it because Kelvin Joseph at some point, he's not going to be on the team next year. At I'm some point, about that. at some point, he didn't even play he, on Saturday. He did. He did was he? on special team. Yeah, he did. Oh, on special, special team. Yeah, special I'm team. talking about at the corner position. No. He didn't play. No, no, no. They, That's they, what I mean. No, they, uh, no, they, they went ahead and got rid of that problem. <laughs> and so <laughs> you got to be fo- focused on football from the start, right? Like the off season, right? There's numerous places in the Metroplex you can go and, and work on your technique mentally, physically, all that stuff. Right, and they got access to the facility year round. <laughs> so, year round, exactly. So, you know, if you're if you're yeah. committed, as uh, I can't, um, who's the one player like JJ Watt? Right, he's just J- retired. He's retiring. Way. Unfortunately, he didn't bring a championship, which I feel sad for. I do, but the work that he's put in over the years is the reason why uh, is the reason why he's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. The work that Zach Martin has, he's a Hall of Famer. The work, I can go down the list. Yeah. So these guys don't want to put the work in. I was, I wonder if J.J. White is going to pull a uh, Brett Favre and try uh, to come back and yeah. get, on a, <laughs> I mean, get on a winner. I mean, I mean, okay, here's the thing, right? I, I will, me personally, I will say yes. I will say yes because, but, but then again, you retired now. Mm-hmm. Maybe around, I would say around, he's definitely going to pull Tom Brady. I would say around, give it about late October of next year, early November, if there's a contender out there that says our defense end went down. Mm-hmm. Give it that time. And if he's still in physical shape, I would give a call to him. I would love to have JJ Watt. If if it's the Cowboys, if it's the Cowboys, that just adds fuel to the fire. <laughs> it does. Like honestly, you like, got you got to have. Wait, there's got to be a lot going down. You got to have uh, Doris Armstrong down. Well, he uh, is it, down. Well, he's down now. <laughs> <laughs> he's down now. But um, but Micah, well, God forbid. 
And we, oh my God, I don't even want to think about it because it's not going to happen. This is hypotheticals and <laughs> it's not going to happen, especially not this year. But I do think that um, J.J. Watt will come back. I, I don't think this is the last we've seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Gabe. I, don't I, know I, I mean, I, I will hope for that. But then again, you know. Um, I think again, he just wants to be on a contender. Right. I think that's really what it is. I, I think Arizona I, has lost whatever contention they've had. Yeah, for, they're about to fire they that coach. They should fire that coach. Yeah, they're like, about to be in a rebuild. Mm-hmm. like Full rebuild. Full yeah. rebuild, which Kyler Murray did not sign up for. He did not. And so, we'll see uh, how that goes, too. So, <laughs> speaking of that, mm-hmm. Sean Payton has assembled, assembled his staff. Now, I'm not about. I'm going to say this. He's definitely not going to be the Cowboys coach. Okay, first of all. I'm not going to say definitely. No. I'm not going to say definitely. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell I'm you why. I'm not going to bring it up because, because that conversation annoys me. As much as we both don't like Mike McCartney, I don't want Sean Payton coaches his team. Why? You had it. Okay. Because his style is very different, right? Explain. His, okay, I'm explaining. His style is more of, of, uh, a court of Drew Brees style, right? Drew Brees never is right out of the pocket. Never. Barely. Barely. Um, Alva Kamara doesn't become Alva Kamara. Um, I feel like we're going to re- regress. We're going to regress a little bit with Sean Payton. This whole team's going to change. It's not the Sean Payton of old when he was the offensive corner and Will Bill Parcells was there. This team would change if Sean Payton is the head coach. Vic Fangio is a defensive coordinator. The difference between Dan Camp, Dan, I'm, I'm getting to what you're saying. Dan, Dan Quinn's defense is more of a physical defense. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not going to get off the line of scrimmage that easily. Easy, excuse me. We're going to throw over the top, which Quinn has to fix. Betty Al Harris has to fix as well. Um, Vic Tangio, I look at the Denver teams when he was the head coach, the actual head coach. Now, granted, his defense was finesse. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, his defenses were like, okay, we're going to allow you to get three to four yards and we're going to tackle you. Finesse. I don't want finesse defense. I want a physical defense. I feel like... My nerves is that Dan Quinn is going. Um, well, that's that's another point. My point is Sean Payton is going to go a full rebuild type of team. Mm-hmm. I don't want that game. We have a uh, a thirty million dollar quarterback. We have a running back that again that's going to get a thousand yards. We have another one that we have to sign. We got a receiver that's number one. New Orleans didn't have a, New Orleans barely had a number one receiver. They were just shifting guys in and out, in and out, in and out. We have four, well, I'll say three solid tight ends. We have an offensive line. We have, on defensively, we have some guys that need money in the next two to three years. Mm-hmm. We can't lose that core. A shot Payton. We're going to go in full rebuild. So we don't want that. I don't want that because we're so close. Every year we are up until I'm going to say 
2019. We've been mm-hmm. so close. And then a new coach comes in and tries to screw it up. Mm-hmm. Mike McCartney screwed it up the first year. The last few years, including this year, he has not. It's a game by game. It's a game by game basis. You want to talk about Mike McCarthy real quick? Because hold on, I can't let you get that off. <laughs> nah. Since he's been Go here, okay. since he's been here, uh-huh. we've had the mistakes mm-hmm. from first year, which I don't. That's not his fault. Yeah. Um, he's coming into a new situation, a lot of mm-hmm. moving pieces. He took a year off. Remember took that? A year off. Yeah. So it was a lot going on. Right. The following year, mm-hmm. we play San Francisco in the playoffs. Yes. We're in a position mm-hmm. to potentially kick a field goal, tie the game, uh-huh. or even go score. We're okay. close enough. Okay. Needless to say, uh-huh. why in the world mm-hmm. would we call a run play mm-hmm. <laughs> in a play this, with 15 seconds left and try to force our way back to the uh the line of scrimmage to spike the ball so we can kick it. That makes let no me, sense. Me, That's I, a coaching call. Let me let me let me try to explain. I'm not trying to defend it, and, <laughs> it, it, and I agree with you. That's poor clock that management. Is all that okay? You're you're defending the sideline. San Francisco did a fabulous job defending the sideline. They kept everything else in the middle. So if we had, so if we had, um. A receiver in the middle of the field, you can throw the ball. You can tell. You can say, "Okay, fifteen seconds. Get in the middle of the field. Run down to the fifteen yard line. Get down. We gotta have an official. The officials gotta be trailing play. The official can't be running forty yards to try to put the ball down. Like, come on, like, like, dude. Like, I'm not trying to blame the officials. The officials did a, did a decent job. Like, but. I don't, but uh, you know what? I agree but with you. I don't call a running play. The reason why the they reason, weren't trying to run, they were trying to throw a pass, but it was well, it wasn't there. But even prior to that, though, even prior to that, mm-hmm. it was so many poor clock management situations in yes. that game. And I'm, and I don't want to talk about the past, so we're in a whole new season. Right. But that told me everything I need to know. Green Bay told me everything I needed to know this year. Aaron Rodgers was carried. It was carried. It was Mike McCartney. Aaron Rodgers carried Mike McCartney. And I'm talking about this year when we played Green Bay. Uh-huh. That told me everything I needed to know about his coaching style. Right. It's emotional. Right. He went for that it more time. He went for it more times in that game on fourth down mm-hmm. than I've ever seen him go for it. <laughs> he's a conservative. He's conservative as hell. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Even on times when I'd be like, go for that. They right. like, they sending the kick out, right? Or they punting the ball, like mm-hmm. dog, like you don't even take these chances on a regular, right? Uh, I guess we're guess in a better a, position. I guess a slow mojo, a we, slow mojo team. we got fourth and five in the middle of the field, and you talking about? Oh yeah, go for that. You don't <laughs> never say that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, right? It's it's a lot of red flags when it mm-hmm. con- concerns clock management right. and decision making. Right. That's huge for me. You don't get that with Sean Payton. That's the reality. Like. We but Sean Payton took a year off. Sean Payton took a year off, and maybe but that year was beneficial. But, 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 okay, was it beneficial with Mike McCartney? Mike McCartney said, but was fired. Mike McCartney is a different coach. That's a different coach. You can't, you can't say but I don't, one thing. But is, Gabe, I don't want a finesse defense. I want a defense that's physical that can get to the ball, like the Cowboys are doing right now. Donovan Smith, Donovan, okay, he, not Donovan Smith. Donovan Wilson. I don't know where I got Smith from. 
Wilson is coming from the box, coming from his normal safety to grab the football. Javon Curse is doing the same damn thing. Those guys have to get paid. I like the aggression of our defense as well. But why, why, but, why, why, why but do listen, we need to go finesse? But listen, I think we need a culture shift. Okay. That's the reality. Okay. That's really what I'm all in with Sean Payton for. I'm not, I don't even want to say all in, but that's why I'm in support of it. I think we genuinely need a culture shift. Okay. When he was in New Orleans, he went to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They, I, did once. They, they went once, once and won uh, against uh, did they win? No, they they, Not, won, they they won the one, and, and they didn't go again. I, feel, I don't but think they, they won again, but they've always been competitive. They've been to the playoffs. They've been competitive every single year, and they're yes. tough out in the playoffs. It's not just in the playoffs. Right. That's a tough out. They right. probably should have went and went to another Super Bowl, mm-hmm. if we being honest, if it wasn't for that stupid uh, re- uh, pass interference. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, against uh, the Rams. Rams, yes. They, the Rams, yes. Um, so... Yeah. And I yeah, think they would have went on to play Minnesota. Minnesota was involved some kind of way. I forgot. No, um, you're right. It was uh, no, it was uh, the Saints. No, that was the year before. Regardless, it one, don't, one it don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. The point yeah. is, they've always been competitive. Mm-hmm. I want to compete. I want a team that's going to go are out. We not? Every, no, are yeah, we not we, competing? We are. I'm just. I'm. I'm being <laughs> facetious, but I think. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, I do think we we lose a lot of our competitive nature when we get a lead or when we get – we have to literally be behind and play from behind. We And I've noticed that uh, under Mike McCarthy more than ever. We have this shouldn't tendency. Have to play like that. We shouldn't have to play like that. We only play well when we're playing from behind. Even on Saturday, we were down – we were what? down by 10, by 10 points. 10 tw- twice. Yeah. Twice. And, and we played from behind basically the whole target up until the fourth quarter. And that's my point. I don't like that. It's a lack of discipline to me. Right. It's a lack of passion to me. Right. Because at the end, you know in the NFL it's any given Sunday. You get up for everybody you play against. Yeah. I don't give a damn who you playing against. It mm-hmm. could be Houston. It could be Cleveland. Cleveland, Chicago. It don't matter. Right. You got to get up every single game. Tennessee. Ten, yeah. This game is not no gimme. D- Tennessee. Every, uh, you know, I did see the comments. Tennessee. Uh, I did see the comments when I was watching that press conference. And I saw that somebody wrote 45-16. I'm like, no, that's not going to happen because you know why? Because we don't play like that. No. Like, between – but here's what – but, okay, but can Sean Payton the coach another team? Can yeah, he go he out can. there and coach Arizona? He can. Can he go out there and coach Chicago? He can. Well, actually, Chicago doesn't need a coach. But Arizona? Definitely. Um, who else? Denver. Denver. Oh, that's right. Denver fired their coach yesterday. Yeah. Denver. Um, I can see him getting that Denver job, though, for real. Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn's going to be right there again. Yeah. I mean, Dan, I mean, Dan Quinn is the best coach we have. He is. He, By far. He, he signed a two-year contract. Yeah, he's locked in. He's not yeah. going away. But Jerry uh, better offer him another one. He better offer him another one. Like 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 literally, we almost lost Will McClay. Yeah. Will McClay was about to go take the GM job in Houston. Like paying a lot more. Taking control. Just imagine. And now you pay him for I think it's for the next eight years. Yeah. And so he's gonna be there. Yeah. We we got a lot of good stuff, and I do agree with you. I don't think we need a coaching change. 
But I do think there needs to be some serious adjustments made from Mike McCarthy as a coach. But that's his mentality. That's who he is. That's who he's Player, been. Players feel off that. Play, yeah, and that's why, like, his style of coaching is my least favorite in the NFL because you yeah. play not to lose instead of playing to win. Yeah. That's that's literally how I look at it. He's playing you not to lose you, you can't, you, instead you of playing play to like win. That. You can't play like that. No, nah. and you that's gotta, why we won't go anywhere. <laughs> that's again, like if, I hate to sound be that if, person. If Jerry, if Jerry were to, well, this is not Jerry issue, but if Mike McCartney were to say, like Aaron Rodgers, for example, yeah, if Aaron, if Mike McCartney gave Dak the keys, what would Dak do with those keys? I feel like Dak would will will will. will Taking and run with it. Does he not have the keys? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Why don't you think that? Because I look at okay, I look at Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, especially Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers calls his own plays. Till to this day, Matt Lafleur does not call the plays. Aaron Rodgers calls his own plays. Aaron Rodgers knows the game, right? Despite of how how hatred you hate him and. Just to clarify, Aaron Rodgers doesn't call his own plays. He has the ability to change plays. He okay, has the freedom. So, he has the freedom to do that. Okay, that's why he has keys. Yeah. That's why he has keys. So, because he, I want Dak to do that, though. I want Dak to say, to, to go up to McCartney and say, I want the keys. I can lead us. Aaron yeah. Rodgers got you to numerous playoff appearances, Gabe. He got you that one Super Bowl. But I'm going to tell you. Everybody's not Aaron Rodgers. I know they're Dak, not. Listen, I know. Listen, I know listen, they're listen, not. But Dak. But Dak. Listen. But Dak has thirty million dollars. Every game, people are blaming him for the losses. Okay. Listen. So thirty million dollars is what the market bet yes. at that time. Yes. Period. That's the reason yes. why he is a thirty million dollar quarterback. Yes. That's the only reason yes. because but, he's he's middle third quarterback. He's. Yes. 10 to 15, if you ranking him. Yes. 10 to 15. 10 to 15. Easy. He's not a, okay, okay. He's not, okay, he's okay, not okay, a top right, 10 right, quarterback. That's fine. Okay, that's you, fine. Am I wrong in that? That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Dak is not a top 10 quarterback dude, in the NFL. Dude, dude. You, Name me 10. You know, that's fine. But go ahead. <laughs> that, that's fine. Because, because you know why? Because you... Okay. This dude here has... Every game, people are finding a way to blame Dak for something. He can throw an interception all the time, and he gets blamed for the whole entire game. Your defense gave him four, 500 yards. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And, and they don't get the blame for that. It comes with playing the quarterback position for the Dallas Cowboys. We've already discussed this. Yeah, we <laughs> like, have. We have. It comes with the territory. We have. We have. Tony Romo got the same the keys, blame. Gabe. Tony Romo got the same blame. I want blame. the keys. I get it. I get it. Tony Roma got the same blame. Yes. He had the keys. Yes. He did everything. And what happened? The same result. <laughs> the same result every year. It's not, you can't, I'm not about to give Dak all of the blame because I'm a, I understand how the I'm game works. I never blame Dak the game. I'm not, I never, not, I never, I would never blame Dak for any game that he plays. Football in general never. is a, the ultimate team sport. Yes. Everybody has to do their job in order yes. for the team to be successful. Exactly. So there's no reason in the world why I would sit up here and blame but, Dak. But there's a lot of mistakes that Dak has made that contributes to losses. Right. If we being real. Yes. We yes. gotta keep it a buck. Yes. It's more than yes. just it's more than just 
the picks. It's more than just the, it's those third and sixes where he misses the, where he throws the ball like five yards in front of the receiver and nobody can get it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, what you're saying. he don't, you don't give right. your receivers an opportunity out of fear. Right. I can tell he plays fearful now and that's what I don't like. Right. If I got one I, knock I, I, on Dak, it's the fact that he plays so fearful now after that injury. And I can't blame him. That's a gruesome injury. That's horrible. They rushed him back. They rushed him back, Gabe. They, they might have. They, they rushed him back. They might Because that, that injury there, I compare it to any other athlete that, that's done that. Paul George had that same injury at, at extension, going yeah. for a dunk. He had that same injury. He was out for the whole entire NBA season. He came back midseason, and he hasn't missed a beat. And I'm going to tell you, though, that's the nation of the NFL is to mm. rush their players back. That's, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. Because they, but that's they, a deeper they, conversation. They early. That's a deeper conversation. They retire early. That's why their careers are That's why, that's why three, Luke Keeley three. retired at 28. That's why another linebacker, Blake Martinez, retired uh, after the game, even though people were praising him. I'm like, okay, I praise him for, for taking an initiative, but I don't praise you for, for, for retiring after the game. You don't do that. Yeah. You don't do that after, after a game. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 I understand. I get it. But you're damaging the career yourself. I agree. You're limiting yourself. I agree. But, again, that's the nature of the league, and that's yes. why the careers average about three to five years. Yes. Absolutely. And five is a, is a stretch. <laughs> you make <laughs> it five unless years. Unless you're playing for the Cowboys, then you, yeah. you're going to play for five years. Yeah. If or you, better than six. And so if you make it that far in your career, consider that a blessing because mm-hmm. this league doesn't cater to right. really recovery. Like you saw that with Tua. Tua shouldn't have been back yet. No. No. And, and, and he hasn't and been the same since. You know what's funny? You know what? I think Tua should hang it up right now. I think he should right now. And, you know, uh, and you know, I didn't read it what Robert Griffin and the other person said. Mm-hmm. I'm saying he should retire now. It's just too much. It's too much on your head. Like I, I like I understand playing Superman, but you can't play Superman with the brain. Yeah, and I get you. I get what you're saying, but I'm not gonna tell him to retire now. Dude, <laughs> but like, how I many do. how many times is he, is, he, is he gonna get hit? How many times does yeah. Miami Dolphins have to realize that this quarterback is getting hit at, at the top of your head? Cinnamon down. You could take his yeah. jersey away. You could take his helmet away. Sit down, bro. Yeah, I stop would, trying to play Superman. I would definitely have sat him down for longer, but at the end for of the, the rest day, of the season. I mean, I don't. I can't even say that because I, I. I'm saying that. Have you ever had a concussion? Never. Okay, so I'm telling you from personal experience. Yes. That concussions are nuts. Okay. <laughs> it's a very Weird recovery I, time. I think I think you can't sleep. You can't. It's hard to say. Oh yeah, sit him for the rest of the year because the right. recovery time has to do with your brain's ability yeah. to recover. Right. So it's not it's not That's just true. an easy yes or no. Right. Yeah, sit him for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Nah, some, a lot of players don't need that. Mm-hmm. Um, now there are situations where that is needed. Do I think the Tua situation was one of those? Probably. Probably, Man if we being real, in Cincinnati. Yeah, dude, did he, he, dude? My well, prior game, 
the dude was shaking his head after a hit. I do that not. doesn't tell you that. That doesn't tell you. Trust say, me. I agree. Sit down. Like, personal-wise, stop trying to play Superman. There's other quarterbacks out there that, that want to play quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Believe it or not. Oh, there's a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of them. I mean, to be honest, our quarterback might want to play for the Dolphins the way they receive a quarterback look, but that's another conversation. That's another conversation. <laughs> they got probably one of the best receiver quarterbacks in the league. They do. With the solid running back. Um so maybe two of them. The but. reality is, Tua definitely should have been sitting. Yes, um, he was not ready to come back when he came back. No, and because they were on a massive skid, <laughs> like I think that they rushed him back they for did. sure. They did um, because he's, there's no way you're ready for that. I've, and that's a serious, serious injury. Like you got to take those, and they're starting to take them seriously. They're mm-hmm. starting to take more precautions They're trying the to league is the, the, but the individual organizations are responsible for how you mm-hmm. support your players recovery right period Absolutely. the Miami Dolphins should be held accountable for that right and that's why they're investigated they're being investigated right now by right. the NFL so that's good um, that's good I hope, and I hope they get find every penny yeah every penny mm-hmm. but Tennessee's up next uh, there's a Thursday night game it's a it's a game where it's a win or go home. Now, now before we move on, I want to say this. We shouldn't take this game lightly. Tennessee's fighting for the AFC, I think it's the AFC South. South. Yes. So, it was Jacksonville. Fighting with Jacksonville. Which is Jacksonville, insane. that's insane. Yeah, who would have known? Tennessee, it made me feel better, though. I ain't gonna lie. It does make me, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it does make me anxious, though. It yeah. makes you anxious about this game because, um, Makes me anxious about this game because uh, Tennessee is playing for something. They're playing for something. So at some point, at some point, you got to understand. Um, at some point, we have to um, go out there. Um, I think Michael Parsons is a little tired. Yeah. Um, you know, I did. I did see that the timeout that they called. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm not ready to take his jersey away or helmet away yet. But I want to sit him for Washington. Hmm? You can sit him in Washington if Philly clinches the division. Yeah, if Philly if, wins, if they win. If they win, then I sit him out. Yeah. But being Michael Parsons, being Michael Parsons, you're not gonna tell him no. Yeah, you you literally um, gotta you take his helmet and hide it. Right. He's one of those. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> you definitely have to hide it. Yeah. Um, definitely have to hide his jersey, all that stuff. Yeah. Because that's the warrior he is, and so. Um, with that being said, uh, we just got to see. Yeah. Um, you know. You got a score prediction? Oh, man. God. Oh, God. I, I don't really do this. But um, but I, I am going to do this. I did this for the Eagles game. I said I said the Cowboys 27, Eagles 24. Mm-hmm. I was way off. <laughs> but anyways, um, <laughs> Josh, um, man, I can't imagine us not scoring 30 points this game. Um, Tennessee has a lot to play for. I know um, we're going to make Malik Willis look good. Uh, we're going to make definitely make Derrick Henry look good. Um, they don't have any receivers. They don't need receivers in this game. Uh, defensively, uh, uh, defensively it's hot or cold, considering how you, how you want to play it. I'm going to say Cowboys 31, Tennessee 27. Hmm. That's my score. Okay. I think it's going to be a dogfight. Tennessee has a lot to play for. Yeah. Um, 
you know, they lost to Houston, so I think they'll be up for this game. Definitely mm-hmm. up for this game. Yeah. Um, so I think, I, but we got to come out with a victory. Um, I think anything less than that, I think it's going to kill our chance. I think it's going to kill our momentum if we lose. I agree. Um, we definitely need to keep winning. Mm-hmm. I do think that I don't see us scoring 30 points. Mm. Um, is Dak Prescott? You I see us getting close. Is Dak Prescott? It is Dak, but I see us getting close. I, like, we're not far off. I got 27-17. I got us winning by 10. I think that we play well against good running backs, ironically. You got to um, tackle Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry yeah. is physical uh, top, and, you know, he lives here. You know that, right? Yeah, I do he know bought that. A, he bought a house, so he lives here. Yeah, it's a lot. So, <laughs> it's a lot of people, people that live here, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you got to tackle him down low. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a – I don't want to compare him to Brandon Jacobs because he's, he's not a Brandon Jacobs. He's like a taller version of Adrian Peterson. Yes. Yes. Which is scary. That's scary. Think about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you got to talk him low. 27-17, I think that we play, like I said, we play better against better running backs. Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, we mm-hmm. held him in check relatively. Yes. Cause uh, the second game. Yeah. The second game we did uh, with Saquon. Yeah. So we're going to have to make them throw the ball. Okay. Ironically. Uh, Malik Willis <laughs> does not want to throw the football. He doesn't. He doesn't. And considering the fact that he came from the Sun Belt, he, he's ready. He's yeah. ready. I don't know why Tennessee does not see that. They see Ryan Tannehill as the main guy. But Malik is ready. You just got to give him reps. Yeah. And you got to give him an opportunity. Yeah. Give him an opportunity to see, to just show what he can do. I mean, they've invested in Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think. Um, um, he, uh, Ryan I, Tannehill. That was wild. That, that was out of nowhere. That was, <laughs> that was out crazy. Of nowhere. Uh, I was yeah. like, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm like, he retired. Ryan Tennant. Ryan Tennant. Thank they, you. They, we just messing up everybody's name today, y'all. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's one okay. of those days. Uh, it's okay, guys. But, yeah, so um, I think Tannehill mm-hmm. is a great quarterback. Uh-huh. A great is a strong word. He's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. A decent um, quarterback, he's, I would say. Again, he's middle third, lower middle third Oh, man, he's, like, he's, in, he's in the top 30. Well, <laughs> well I'm sorry, 20 through, I'm sorry, 25 through 30. I got him 15 and 20, but. Holy crap. I got him 15 <laughs> that, and 20. That, that's, that, Ryan Tannehill should be blessed. He should be blessed. He should be but, blessed. I mean, it's it's several. It, he's probably close to that mm-hmm. at 20. Like if we be real, I hated what I hated when he changed positions and and and, and, and um yeah I hated that he yeah. he, he was a great he, no sorry he was a decent wide receiver <laughs> I don't want to say great for uh, I don't want to put great in the in the sentence but he was a good <laughs> wide receiver at and um um uh, but I hated when he changes up to quarterback because mm-hmm. I feel like he he, he would have made a, a a good wide receiver in the league yeah I agree. I agree. But, yeah, 27-17, that's my score. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. I appreciate that, Gabe. Um, so, with that being said, guys, we got our score predictions, but we're going to take a break. But coming to the next, let's talk about basketball, man. I want basketball. And I'm going to give you a story of why this Michigan and TCU game is so personal to me. It's football Radio.
stuff for you guys um oddly enough so we're going to talk about unt basketball football i'm uh, sorry i want to i want to i want to start with the football first okay and i will talk about the the new head coach next week and by the way i'm trying to get the head coach on this show i'm trying to guys help me out thank you all right so with that being said uh we got a few transfers guys uh the one tra- the two transfers that we're going to lose is Jake Roberts and Asta Ani. Okay, now, Jake Roberts, we wish you well. You're a self-withdrawal guy. Um, you know, hopefully you go to another school on you. Hopefully you go to the college football playoff. <laughs> so that being said, uh, Ani, excuse me, sir. Where are you going? What school is interested in you out there? Dude, like, like, How? You're on the list, dude. You said you didn't want to play football anymore. You said you wanted to, you wanted to go to try to for the NFL. Why are you transferring out of North? Who's going to take you in? There's quarterbacks out there that are filling up the spaces. Where are you going to go? You might as well stay at North Texas. We need a quarterback. But then again, it can't be you. It can't be. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I don't want. Conservative quarter. I want quarterbacks that can get the job done. Dak Prescott, well, I'm sorry, not in in college, can get the job done in the NFL. Barely got the job done in college. Barely. I want quarterbacks like that in North Texas. And I will talk about the head coach uh, next next episode. 
So with that being said, I want to talk about the basketball team. I want to talk, I want to start with the ladies first. Now, when I looked at the stats first, we, we beat Howard, HBCU school, and we lost to Georgetown. Okay? The key stat I looked at, not only the points, the key stat was turnovers. And I thought it was a little smudge because I was like, 26 turnovers, 24 turnovers. So you're turning the ball over 50 times, 50 turnovers in the last two games. Like, come on, man. 50 turnovers the last two games. We have to clean that up. We, I don't know if it's a, if it's a personnel issue. I don't know if it's a, um, you know, a, uh, a skill issue, but we gotta clean up the turnovers, ladies. We have to. Cause the game, the, when you turn the ball over over 20 times a game, you don't win games. You won the Howard game, but you don't win games when you turn the ball over more than 20 times a game. I'm sorry. We gotta clean that up for the new year. And we have three wins. They're picking us to go fifth in our conference. Like, we got to get this together. We got to get it together, ladies. We have to. And I'm looking at the players. I'm not looking at you, Coach Mitchell. I'm looking at the players. I'm looking at uh, the key player outside of Noble is Lampkin. I'm looking at you, girl. You haven't been a presence down low. Okay? What? Can you patrol the paint, please? Can you guard the paint? And it's not your fault. I understand there's, there's other players out there that have to, that have to guard the man up top. But I want you to be that big person that you are. I want you to score 10 points, 10 rebounds a game. Can we get that? That will translate to victories. But with that being said, um, we're three, we're three and seven, I think. We have to get this crap together. I'm sorry, we got to get it together. At some point. Now, men's. You know, Abdul Osam, I, I can't pronounce his name. But he had 37 points in the UTSA game. And we beat him 78 to 54. So, shout out to him. Uh, we need to, um, he finally finished down low, guys. Um, in that game against Grand Canyon, he missed about five to ten layups. I'm like, that's a lot of layups. But he made it up. He scored 37 points. And now he's, uh, it's a good game for him. But we just got to see what happens. They play a nine-man rotation. They're 10 and two, which I'm happy about. But, guys, can we keep it? But the only thing is they're half-court offense, and we, and there's, we got to respect that. We gotta respect the half court offenses, guys. That North Texas runs. The shot clock, half court offense, um, defensively, wow, you can't get anything past them. So, with that being said, this is what we gotta deal with the whole entire season. Alright, so with that being said, I wanna talk about the I wanna talk about the NBA a little bit. I wanna talk about the Mavericks. Now the Mavericks are eighteen to sixteen, eighth in the West. They beat the Lakers on Christmas Day. You know why? Because the Lakers are the Lakers are garbage. You got to be kidding me. They are. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> because they don't have anything. Like like LeBron was saying, we need Anthony Davis. What has Anthony Davis done? Anthony Davis before he got hurt was an all star. 
on, on a team that, that y'all were less than five uh, games under 500. Like, stop this. Like, 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 when will you accept that the fact that your team is not good? And when will you accept that the Mavericks, as a team, as a whole, need a second star? I heard Trey Young's available. He's not, he can't fit on this team. Trey Young needs the ball more than anybody in this league. More than Luka. And Luka has the ball 98% of the time. And that's why the record shows the record, you are what you are. According to Bill Parcells, 18 to 16 in the West. I thought y'all be a little bit better. The rotation has not been there. You're getting out, coach. Lucas carrying the load. At some point, he's going to tire himself out. At some point, he'll say, you know what, guys? I need to sit out. You know what, guys? Y'all need to get a superstar and get your act together, Mark Cuban. Nico Harrison, get your act together. You let Jalen Brunson walk. How are you going to let a guy walk and get his money in New York? And now he's balling out. He's their number one. He could have been number one in Dallas. But you barely beat this Lakers. The Lakers cannot play any defense. It takes five players to commit to the defensive end. Lakers have none. They have no players that can. That's why they gave up over 120 points. When you, anytime you give up over 120 points in the past five to six games, your defense, you're not playing defense, period. Your defense is horrible, and nobody on that team is addressing that. LeBron's not addressing that. Darvin Ham's not addressing that. Darvin Ham's just saying, hey, you know, we lost Anthony Davis. LeBron is saying the same thing. Guys, defense, defense, defense. We need that. I said it six times, right? Yes. Okay. Defense. Can we play some defense, please? Stop being entitled. Anthony Davis is going to be who he is. He's going to give you games, and he's going to sit out the next 10 or 11. And that's your season right there. Well, actually, that's not your season right there. Your season right there is the defensive end. Anthony Davis can provide nothing, period, nothing, other other than a clothing store. He dresses nice. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. So, is that... What's <laughs> that being said, guys? Um, <laughs> they bring... They beat. They barely beat a uh, a uh, a sore Lakers team. <laughs> so, so the Mavericks. We got to get our act together. We got to get a star. Trey Young is not that star. We don't want that. We don't want Trey Young. I, even though he's having problems in Atlanta, let them trade him somewhere else. Which, by the way, I'm, I'm surprised that Atlanta's playing so horribly lately. But then again, it's the East. So. Anyways, the Celtics. <laughs> Here's my next one. Oh, I want to give you my MVP take. Jason Tatum is one. Number two, NB. Uh, number three, Doncic. Number four, uh, Jokic. And number five, Morant. That's my MVP. Okay. 
Is that what he said? Number four, the Celtics, are they finally back? Yes. After they, they torched the Bucks on Christmas Day, they're back. They're back. Jason Tatum is an MVP front runner, and he, sh- and he should receive MVP all year round. He should. He should. He's that great. He's that great. Jalen Brown is no joke either. And Marcus Smart, fabulous. Al Holford, fabulous. They got a team where they got depth all around, guys. They can kill you in any 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 other game. But I need to I need that poster of Jason Taylor dunking on Giannis. I, I want that poster. Maybe I can hang it up on, on my on, on my wall and say, "Hey, Jason Taylor dunked on uh, Giannis." Wow, Whew. that was that was tough. But <laughs> so with that being said, uh, they are number one in the East, and I hope they stay number one in the East. They don't need any any other pieces on on that team. You just need to stay consistent, because for 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 a while, um, you know you got the Pacers beating them, you got the Magic beating them, which out of nowhere, Orlando has won eight and nine, and I was crucial of them in the off season. But you're gonna have those stretch of games where you're gonna win eight or nine games. You're gonna go a stretch where you're gonna uh, lose eight or nine games, or more than that. So, as that being said, Jason Taylor is my my MVP favorite right now. I know some people have Jokic and Embiid, but Jason Tatum is that dude. Number five, what's happening in Phoenix? What happened in Phoenix? They're 1914. What is happening? What's going on? I mean, besides Devin Booker, you don't have anybody else. You have Aiton. Aiton was about to go take a contract in Indiana. And the Phoenix said, you know what? We want this guy back. Let me ask you a question, Phoenix. Wasn't that what was it? What what was it to um, you know take advantage of the guy? Wasn't there to say, you know what? Let's let Aiton walk and make his own money and let him do his own thing and be on on a on a on a team that's a team that doesn't get on you. Like Coach got on you the other game, other day, which he, as he should. Uh, Markel Bridges got on you just for just for playing horribly. Ethan should have one of those cards, those vacation cards that says "Want to get away," and have his face on it. <laughs> and so, well, that was good. So, uh, <laughs> so, with that being said, it's January the fifteenth that he can request a trade. And you know what? I wouldn't blame him if that were to happen. You know, the team, the team is barely going anywhere. I still, th- I still think they're the haunted by the Mavericks win last year at their place. You know, they're not haunted. Devin Booker's not haunted by a, by a Kardashian curse, which to me is not real. It's not real. Devin Booker got rid of her. And look at Devin Booker now. He's averaging 30 plus points a game. He is. He's done that. I would have him as the MVP, but he's number six on my list. So with that being said, I want Phoenix to get it together. They were the team that um, that I pick to represent the West. Now I don't know. Okay, it's early. Basketball will start to pick up as we go on, and this conversation will pick up 
as we go on throughout the whole season. Now, I wasn't going to do this, but I want to talk about TCU versus Michigan, college football playoff. Okay. We got to give a shout out to TCU. Now, I've been trying to give, uh, trying to get uh, some players on the show, a coach. I've been trying that for like two to three months now. I'm still working on it. Okay. Now, let me tell you a personal story. There's no tears, Gabe. <laughs> so, story is, I, I, you know, I wasn't going to go on air with this, but I am now. Story is last year, right? Last year, we, um, I was doing security. I have a boss. Boss was a big Michigan fan. He was Michigan everything. Michigan football, Michigan basketball, uh, Michigan you can swimming team. You can say Michigan tennis team, um, Detroit Lions, Detroit Pistons. Anything that had Detroit, Michigan on it, he was on it. He was a fan of it because he grew up in Michigan. Okay? What is what is there in Michigan? Would you go on vacation in Michigan? I wouldn't. Would you? No. No, there you go. <laughs> so, with that being said, he was from Michigan. Um, so, last year, right, this guy was at A-hole. Wasn't doing anything. Wasn't, you know, addressing the needs. Wasn't addressing anything that us security needed to be successful. Now, granted, it's security. They don't make a lot of money, and I, and I get it. But... The people that make at Chick Fil A make the same money as security does. They get more benefits. That's why their doors are open every single day. Well, except for Sundays. That's why they're they're packed. You can go to any fast food line down the list. They're taken care of. This guy did not take care of us. Now he wanted something from me. Well, yes, he was. He asked me to do something. But prior to that, I asked him, can you address this issue? He ignored it and went on to another issue. So that got my ego going. I was very upset. Then I said, he asked me to do something. I said, I said, I gave him a long message. I I said, I'm not going to do it. They call it insubordination. I said, fine. I let my ego get in the way. Then, Monday night, I remember it physically. Monday night, he comes out of nowhere. Give me your bag. Come to the office. So we went to the conference room, and he, he was like, and I had my badge in my hand. You're gone. You're fired. And I had a badge in my hand, and he ripped it out of my hand, and I almost, I almost took it to that step. I said, and I always said, God was on my side. I said, God, let me not hurt this man today. <laughs> and so, literally, literally, like, ripped it out of my hand. Literally ripped it out. I said, I, I said, I said, fine, okay. I walked out, okay. I walked out, told everybody, I told them, man, man I didn't even get to say bye. So, for two weeks, I fought. For two weeks, I drove all the way, I drove to three different places. And I said, you know what? Review this. Review this. Get him out of there. And so they said, no, we're going to keep him 
and we want you to be successful elsewhere. And you know what I said? I said, I said, okay, for a little bit, but then I realized that I can make, I can, they're taking advantage of me so I can go make my own success on my terms. So I said, I made success on my own terms. I'm still working on being successful, but I said, you know what? I'm not going to do security for the foreseeable future. I'm not going to. Not because of that situation, because of other, uh, because growth. You got to have growth. In this industry that I'm doing right now, I'm going to have growth. This gives me growth. It does. Literally. It does. No matter how much some of the nonsense I say, this gives me growth. So, anytime Michigan plays a basketball, football, or a baseball game, I want them to lose so bad. I want them to lose so bad. Like, I don't want Michigan to hold that trophy. They're overrated. They barely beat Ohio State. Barely. That's why I said, Ohio State, please knock them off. You are better than Michigan. But yeah, you went ahead and you lost that game. Michigan should have no chance. With the WNBA team, years ago, uh, they were the Detroit shot. They went from Detroit to Oklahoma to now Dallas. What did I tell you? Kate Cunningham was the number one pick in last year's draft. He's hurt. Do you think that number one picks wouldn't be in Detroit? The first day you're in Detroit, what difference have you made in Detroit? Nothing. The last championship y'all had is 2004. That's years ago. Do you know what has happened between uh, 2004 and now? A lot. Detroit's not that city. Michigan's not that state. Well, that's good. I like that. So, <laughs> that means that I want Michigan to lose so bad. TCU, can you knock them off? Heck, you know what? You know what I'll do? <clears throat> if, TCU, <laughs> if TCU wins, I want somebody on this podcast, and we will rub Michigan out, out, out of the way. We will rub them to, to they can't they, they can't feel us anymore. That's how much I'm passionate about TCU beating Michigan. Because Michigan is overrated. They are. They got lucky against Ohio State. Get lucky against Purdue. That people will say, people will ask me, Jamie, you're holding a grudge. Yes, I'm holding a grudge. Because you know why? Because because that because I worked so hard for all, from night to, to midday. I can show people my resume of of, of how much work I've done. <laughs> so, with that being said, then I won't talk about it anymore. If TCU beats Michigan, as long as Michigan is not holding that trophy on January the 9th, I'm fine. I'm good. I'll be happy. And then I won't have to worry about it. Until Michigan... It becomes relevant in the next five uh, in the next uh, fifty years. They will never be relevant in basketball. They will never be relevant. They will always lose in the elite eight. 
in Michigan women's basketball, they will never get to the Final Four. Michigan baseball, they will never get there. Softball, they will down the list. Detroit Pistons will never be a fret, will never be in the postseason ever again. It's over. Joe Dumars, it's over. Dwayne Casey is over. Kate Cunning is over. Say, uh, uh, Sadiq Bay, it's over. How many times do we have? To, okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. How many times do you have to say this? It's over. It's period. It's done. It'll be done come Saturday night. I'm tired. <laughs> now, now that's my Michigan rant of the day, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I want to appreciate y'all. We got more stuff coming in the new year. Um, I, I'm always going to be here, guys. I want to thank you for the six months that I've been here doing this radio show. There's going to be more coming, more coming, more coming. So, um, and hopefully there will be a guest as well. So with that being said, please subscribe, like it, tell your friends, your family. Um, and that's it, guys. I appreciate your time. I'll see you next week where we'll talk about more basketball and we'll talk about the Tennessee game. It's Fishville Radio. Good night. See you in 2023. Hey, this is Cheryl Jones, host of Tuesday Talk with the Queen of